Welcome to the Authors Who Lead podcast. This podcast is dedicated to you, people who want to be inspired by authors, leaders, and the messages they share. This is such an important podcast to us because we help uncover what goes on behind the scenes when authors are writing their book. We talk about the process. We talk about where they get big ideas, and you can listen in on those conversations. We can't wait for you to join us. So let's get started. Hey everyone, Asul Throne is here with Authors Who Lead. And you know, one of the most amazing things I get to do, not only interview amazing authors, talk to them about their process, what goes on behind the scenes, how do they plan, prep, or launch their book. I think what's amazing is that I get to also talk about how you can overcome some of these things that keep us from writing books. So today we're going to talk about how to overcome things like procrastination, perfectionism, and self-doubt when you're writing or publishing your book. Now, many people think that um, if they just get super disciplined, which is true, you can write a book. But there's also sometimes underlying things that sit just beneath the surface of why writing a book can be so difficult. And procrastination and or the lack of self-discipline, many aspiring authors really struggle with this and makes it challenging to stick with the writing schedule and deadlines, right? When the wave of imposter syndrome shows up, and you just doubt yourself and you stop, right? The self-doubt comes and then if you also had the added flavor or spice of perfectionism that gets stirred in there, then writers often grapple with self-doubt, which leads to perfectionism, which then leads to prolonged writing phases. And then even if you do finish, you keep from submitting it to an editor or you keep from pitching your book or publishing it all together. So while many of your experiences may vary, I want you to understand what are the common factors that contribute to this idea of procrastination, uh, perfectionism, self-doubt, and what you can do to overcome them. So before we dive right in, I want to remind you that if you're thinking about writing a book, the best thing you could do is join a community. Authors Who Lead uh, community is an amazing community where people go to not only get support for things like getting over the self-doubt, but also to inspire others as they take the leap into becoming an author. So let me read you this quote. It's called, um, it's from Dr. Steele. It says, procrastination is quite literally the act of voluntarily choosing to delay the doing of something despite knowing it actually means it will have a worse outcome. So it's kind of crazy that we know that by delaying something, we're going to get something worse, but because the feeling it brings to us is worse than the anticipated worst outcome, we kind of just stick with the, the feeling of procrastinating. Maybe you can relate. One of my favorite authors who write about this and speaks about this is Brene Brown. She talks quite a bit about this as a, as a renowned researcher and author and studied extensively about the topics of vulnerability and shame and with it, per- perfectionism. Now, why are we talking about vulnerability and shame when it comes to maybe getting stuck with writing your book? Well, shame is a form of perfectionism and or perfectionism, better said, is a form of shame and It's sort of a way of shielding yourself from any perceived flaw or being thought of as not good enough or maybe thought of as not being uh, presentable enough or whatever it is. And it it can cause a a shame and it it can cause this perfectionism because it's sort of a defense mechanism keeping you from being seen, keeping you from being at harm's way. But remind yourselves, whatever triggered the shame or the perfectionism probably happened in the past and it isn't happening in the now. It isn't actually happening. It's probably a past story that you have from a childhood wound or even adult wound where everything you did somehow was scrutinized or expected to be better, or you've told yourself it should be, right? 
So we have this incredible fear of vulnerability that Brene Brown also talks about, which is where we we struggle with embracing vulnerability because we're afraid that if we present our flaw, flawed image, that we somehow can avoid uh, if we avoid sharing ourselves, we can avoid this idea of being discomfort and perceived as weak or being uh, seen as somebody not good enough. Now, I know this is kind of difficult to be talking about when we're talking about writing books, but these are the things I help my authors overcome. This feeling of comparison or what other people think or what might mean, what it might it mean if I put a book out into the world? Who will see it? What will they think of me? Uh, how will I be perceived? And those are all evidences of shame and perfectionism that can creep up in us. For the longest time, I didn't think I was a perfectionist because I actually wasn't very good at being perfect. You know, uh, I wasn't ever the A student who was striving to keep my A plus status or something. Um, I was a dyslexic student who struggled in school. So I was a good student, succeeded, but it wasn't easy. And it wasn't something that I felt like I could easily do achieve some top 4.0 every time. Not that I didn't sometimes, but it 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 didn't manifest itself in being as being perfect. Perfectionism manifests itself as is not being good enough. Meaning, I would hang on to stuff longer than I should because I figured if the longer I waited, the longer it would take for someone to figure out that I was a fraud or that I didn't know what I was talking about. Maybe you can relate. The first day when I recorded this very first podcast, I also had those feelings, even though I was interviewing Pat Flynn, one of my mentors, one of my very first clients. I should have had all the confidence, but man, hitting publish was so terrifying because of these things. And perfectionism also has its roots in and can get its way into the desire for control. If you feel like you're being perfect, then you're the one in control. No one gets to take it or see it or touch it or harm you if you're in control. So it keeps the external world away from us when we're trying to have um, internal achievements that involve the external world. So we can easily get stuck in the idea that if I can control the outcome, then I will have more worth and then I can put it out when it's ready, when I think it's ready, rather than waiting for other people to judge me. And authorship, unfortunately, comes with tons of judgment, criticism, and people won't agree. But that's the point of putting your perspective out there is that there are plenty of people who will agree, who will be inspired and also find what you have to say really valuable. But you have to overcome these self-doubts, right? You have to overcome these steps in order for your mindset to shift. You have to know that the first step of any of these things to overcome any of them is to become aware. If you're not aware you're struggling with perfectionism, or if you wear it as a badge of honor, or if you are procrastinating but not saying that you are, not admitting to yourself, I'm procrastinating, and asking yourself, I wonder why I'm procrastinating. I wonder what I'm afraid of. I wonder what is fueling this. So your awareness is the first step. The first step you need to do besides understand that you're having these feelings is not to deny them, not to push them away, or to wear them as a badge of honor. You want to accept them, identify them, and actually go, okay, I'm really hanging on to this tightly, and I'm trying to make it perfect because I'm afraid if I don't that I'll have shame attached with it and will have doubt if I let it go in the world. And some of my clients have said, well, I just want it to be perfect. I want it to be the best it can be. And there's nothing wrong with wanting it to be the best it can be. Books do need a quality for people to respect them, but it only needs as good as you can make it, right? It doesn't need to be as good as Malcolm Gladwell or Brene Brown or any other author you admire. You want to make the book as good as you can make it for now. And if you can do that, then what you find is that you should be very proud of yourself. But when you get cycled in a course of negative thoughts about it should be as good as somebody else's, I don't want it to suck. I don't want bad reviews. 
Well, those are all things that aren't in your control. Having people judge your book isn't in your control. Making it better won't keep people from judging you. And that's where their control comes in, where you start trying to know if I get it really good, if I take control of this, then no one can actually be say negative things about me. But the truth is people will say negative things about you no matter how perfect you think something is. In fact, the more perfection you put into it, they actually, the worst it becomes because you become less and less vulnerable, less and less authentic, your voice gets muted, and then people don't really resonate with it. And then your very worst fears come to be, which is they misunderstand you, misinterpret you, or they just don't like what you have to say, which again, none of it is your, has anything to do with you. It's not in your control. But I want you to do some things. I want you to do, first thing is to acknowledge. Second thought is to identify these negative thought patterns so you can observe them, question them, and be curious. And then I want you to get support. Now, this step is really important because a lot of us who are perfectionists or or, or, or pushing through uh, this feeling of uh, self-doubt, getting stuck in our head, uh, having trouble with procrastination, I want you to seek a community, seek support. Because if you don't, what you ends up happening is you will rationalize everything you're doing. You'll rationalize how come you missed your deadline, how come you didn't share that piece of writing today, why you have to start over, why you need to get a better idea. You will have tons of reasons why. And logically, it will sound good because you've created a really good belief that this is what needs to happen. And if you wanted to, you can convince others, except it's really hard to convince other authors who know and can see when you're struggling with self-doubt. And the reason you want support is they, people in our community are like family. They're like trusted friends who you can go to and not fear that they're going to judge you because guess what? They're experiencing very similar things. So joining the Authors Who Lead community or a community, a writing community in general, where you can join people in writing sessions, you can talk about your doubts, you can be honest with people instead of trying to throw some sort of smoke screen up saying something else, right? We always hear people talk about, oh, I'm going to do this or that. And most of the reasons, the reasons that they don't do that or take that action isn't because they don't know how, they don't have skill, but because of this self-doubt, perfectionistic sort of point of view. So the next, the, sec- the third thing is, is you need to seek support. Get involved in a community and get really honest with how you're doing. And then you need to set realistic goals. Some people think that because you're writing a book that you've written hundreds of blog posts or lots of emails or you do t- tons of social copy for social media, you think, I'll just blow out this book in a weekend. I'm not saying you can't. I'm not doubting you will, will, will or won't. But from my experience... When self-doubt comes, it doesn't matter how much time you have. When your perfectionism kicks in, it doesn't matter how much uh, you set aside, you will find yourself stuck. And we don't want that to happen. We don't want you to get stuck in your mind or in your brain. We want you to totally be focused on getting your book done. So the other thing I want you to think about is, is besides finding a community and committing to that group of people, I want you to often let yourself sign of set these realistic goals where maybe you thought you could do something in a big way, but instead you have to kind of, um, kind of dial it down, like make a smaller goal, smaller steps always makes it easier to achieve your goal when you're stuck in perfectionism. So you want to break down your, your work into small goals, uh, figure out a way to get it sort of broken down to the smallest pieces possible. So even if it's like, I need to make title for my chapters today. Great. When you're done, if it takes you five minutes, then be done and celebrate that goal. Or I need to read the first page. Great. Set a small goal. Don't say, I'm going to read the whole book today. I think we set ourselves up when we're procrastinating or, or being stuck in our self-doubt that we'll do a lot more because we sort of get, get it over with. 
But breaking into smaller goals is really important. And last thing, I, <coughs> excuse me, as I choke on my own self-doubt, <laughs> is focus on the process, not perfectionism. Because the process can be measured. Like, I did this today. I did that today. If you try to measure against it's perfect, was it perfect today? Was it excellent? Then what you'll do is you only will get so far. And then the next thing you have to do, you'll feel the same uncomfortable feeling of it's not good enough, right? Perfectionism shows itself in a lot of weird ways. For me, it shows itself in not celebrating the, the wins that I achieve. It might be that, uh, for example, when I hit a milestone of a million views on my TEDx talk years ago, I didn't even talk about it. And part of it was just imposter syndrome, self-doubt, criticism, et cetera. Sometimes I will launch an amazing book or help incredible authors and I will hide. And that's a form of perfectionism because I don't feel like it's good enough to share. It's not the right amount. It's not, I could have better results, whatever it is. So when I think of the progress where, which is I just coach people, I help them along and I can celebrate the progress. It's much easier for me than focusing on some sort of artificial goal of what it takes to be successful. And when I'm writing, I also try not to think about writing good books. I try to think about writing books that I care about, that I'm enjoying, and abandon anything that I don't enjoy or that is not fun. And a lot of people will say, look, not everything's fun. Going to the gym isn't fun. I'm like, well, then don't go to the gym. And you might disagree with me. I'm like, maybe Pilates, maybe a walk in the park, maybe push-ups at home. But going to the gym may not be the problem uh, that you need to that you need to fix. Maybe going to the gym is just you're avoiding feeling bad about yourself, but that doesn't mean everything has to be sort of thrown out if you just doesn't feel good. But oftentimes if it doesn't feel good, pick something that does. So don't, don't just say, well, I just, I don't like that and don't do it. Then you may never achieve it. But you also don't want to just assume that writing's supposed to be hard. And I'm supposed to suffer. Maybe there's something wrong going on with your writing. Maybe it's not the right book. Maybe it's not the right topic idea direction. Maybe it's just that you get lost in self-doubt, but you want to make sure that you constantly look at the process. If you're writing every day, even if the book isn't perfect, at least you're making progress towards a goal. So I hope this helps. If you're someone that struggles with self-doubt, you struggle with perfectionism, you struggle with thinking that you have to be right. As you heard, I apologize for my dogs. If you heard them, they're chiming in telling me, yes, don't be worried about perfect. I was can, easily could get upset myself. Like this is not supposed to be how things are going. This is how things are going. And I want you to enjoy the journey. Becoming an author isn't just about putting a book in the world. You have to be willing to share the message. You have to be willing to market the book, which means tell people it exists. You have to be willing to use it and teach people. A book isn't necessarily just a tool you put out there and hope and pray that someday people read them. You have to show up as the leader, the leader of the topic, the subject, the story, the genre, whatever it is. And if, if you're really looking to make an impact in the world, the person who can make the biggest impact isn't the book pages or, or the words. It's you. You're the one that's going to make the difference in the world. And the book is there to help you by amplifying your message, sharing it with people who you can't see in person. But don't forget that the person who's needing this sort of switch from perfectionism, from procrastination and self-doubt is you. Because the world needs you. You're not, you wouldn't be writing a book if you didn't think that you had something to share. But don't think that somehow you can push off all of the doubts and fears and frustrations or imposter syndrome onto your book and think somehow it will magically take it away. More than likely, if you have imposter syndrome, just realize that imposters don't have imposter syndrome, right? In fact, some of the most successful entrepreneurs, actors, directors, famous people have a sense of imposter syndrome and have to kind of guard themselves away from these feelings. I wouldn't say hide from them, but just be aware they're there. 
So I hope you write a book. We're starting a brand new community group program coming up here, and we want you to join. We want you to go to authorswholead.com and go to our community men- member page and apply. The Mentored Author Program is the best way to get your book out of you. If you're thinking, I need to write this book, I've tried before, or I don't want to try without knowing what to do next. I want to know how to start, how to write this, how to get organized, planned, be held accountable, know exactly what I should be doing so I can get my manuscript done this year. And if that's you, then we're looking for a small group of people. We don't make these these groups very big. They're usually six to eight people, sometimes 10, really small groups, highly focused, dedicated time with me on these calls to help you write your book. I'm always surprised that the people who think that they may not have something to say are often the people that should be writing books. And so if that's you wondering and doubting, more than likely you have something to say and the world needs to hear it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Authors Who Lead. I'm Asul Taronis. We appreciate you. Please subscribe so you can get the notification that we have new episodes every week and go to authorswholead.com to learn about our show notes and all of our backlists of amazing authors we've interviewed since the beginning of this podcast. Thank you and have an amazing day. Thank you.